I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. First, you're going to tell me about this dying stuff. Sorry about that. What is a scientist? You caught me like I'm experimenting with science. It's like magic with electricity. I know that. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. The smartest scientists in the entire world all agree science is a liar sometimes. Seriously, this could not seem less scientific. Those idiots don't know anything about science. It's science. I believe it's pronounced science. This is the least scientific thing I've ever seen. So I'm just experimenting with them? You be quiet. Thank you, scientists. Here we are. Under the guise. Under the guise of science. <laughs> you got the tube ready for it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Nice. I was practicing some before just because I forgot. I I actually had I had an app with all of his lines before I even saw the movie. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, so like I knew all his dialogue before even having seen it. So every yeah, time no he spoke I was like, Yep, that one, that right. one, that one. Yes. <laughs> That's where this is from. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, under the guise of science. Back again. Uh and I think uh, we we haven't been introducing ourselves at all, ever. That is true. Yeah, we just kind of been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we very awkwardly <coughs> said it the first time and never addressed each other again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. fourth episode in. Uh, I'm Charles. Yeah, I guess if if you made it this far, you're four episodes in, then you must care. So yes, I, yeah, right. I'm, and I am Chris. Yeah, yeah, nice. I knew we could do it. Yeah. I knew we could say our own names. <laughs> Who are you, Destiny Child? Ain't nobody said your name. <laughs> the one, the one redeeming line of dialogue from the movie The Wash. I never saw Other The Wash. That, oh, you, you're not missing much. I just said yeah. the best part. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so, oh, so the fun thing that I wanted to bring up today. Uh, <clears throat> Did you ever know? No. <laughs> Fucking Andy Rooney. What is the deal? Yeah. <laughs> um, like I've, I don't road rage much. Like there are times that I'll get into like, like if somebody cuts me off or is like dangerously cuts me off. Like if I get next to them, I'll give them like, hey, you know, and kind of mm. point at them and and I got home one day and I was fired up from a specific one I was really mad and I was like I want to get a sign in my car and just hold it have it to hold up to the window anytime something like that ha- happens I'll just hold the sign up and it, the driver will read you have a very small dick <laughs> have it at Which, the ready. yeah yeah it would be hilarious they read it they get mad I cruise off into the sunset and uh my practically pragmatic thinking wife says that's probably not a good idea because then they can just follow you home because they also are in a car right yeah. i was like all right that's fair so after a lot of tweaking and trying to find the right balance of what the sign because i'm not giving up on the sign idea i think okay. it's too good uh i think what we ended up go- coming up with is cool penis bro <laughs> because it's it kind of gets you worked up, but it's also confusing enough 
like do they really mean it like is is, they, is flattery their way to deal with anger <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i feel like it like a person who's headstrong and like weaving through traffic and you know doesn't give a shit about other people anyway will would read that and go yeah thanks bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> no he's right it's, this, it's, this it's guy's right cool. it's fucking cool man <laughs> <laughs> It would be funny if, like, not wearing underwear. It's very drafty. (laughs) (laughs) I have to tell you about... Oh, sorry, real quick. But I had to tell you about the time I was solicited coming home from Atlantic City. Uh, It was me and two other men in the car with me as we're driving home. I think it was after a show or something like that. So we weren't staying over. Mm -hmm. We weren't drinking. We were just driving home. And a car full of drunk girls pulls up next and, like, sloppy, disgustingly drunk, like... Rolling down the window and they're screaming, "Show us your dick!" <laughs> like, <laughs> like the three of us are gonna be like, "You ready, guys? Let's do it!" Yeah. <laughs> like, no, what? turn turn around, fellas. This is my moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody on three, just like we practice. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I met my wife. <laughs> I don't think that never happens. You never hear that kind of story. No, it's always the, oh, she caught my eye and she's, she looked so pretty that night and I had to work up the courage. It's yeah. It's never. Yeah. They threw a fucking half eaten cheeseburger at my driver's side window and then yelled at me to show them my dick. And I was the only one. So (laughs) I got married. I I stepped up to the plate. Yeah. The uh, crazy shit, like, people do crazy shit in cars. Like, yeah. I remember we were coming home from, uh, I think it might have been going to see Dropkick Murphys on St. Paddy's Day in 2001. Okay. I don't know. Did you go to that show? I may yeah, have. In Boston? In 01, maybe not. Yeah. It might have been before I was yeah, uh, still been... Yeah, really into going to shit so we're on the way we're on the way home and there's these just up in massachusetts because you know massachusetts there's even less rules than prison (laughs) it's fucking so these guys have a keg in their back seat and it's just three dudes just drinking out of like it was over 20 years ago so red solo cups were not even really that much of a thing they were just clear keg party cups like nice. not even trying to hide it and uh we ended up dumping out uh the vanilla culotta drink that i had from the from the <laughs> fucking duncans we just stopped yeah. at dude nice and uh and we like did a uh a mid-air refueling like in the top gun <laughs> like as you're driving <laughs> they filled it up yeah oh, <laughs> doing shit. like 70 yeah <laughs> and just in all total transparency. I drank a few sips of it and then uh, dumped it out because it still had a bunch of vanilla yeah. milk product in there. Yeah. So it, it it was more for the symbolic nature, you know, to say we did it. Yeah, yeah. Weren't, weren't lying. So, but yeah. Yeah, that's one you, you, you go for the story. Well, since, Absolutely. since stories of drinking on the highway real quick. So <laughs> we were driving up to Albany. You, you probably know this one. 
but we were driving up to Albany and there was a couple cars of us and I was in the car with Bob and for whatever reason, there was a jug of wine in his passenger seat. So <laughs> obviously he's driving, so he can't drink. So he told me, you know, get drunk, get as drunk as I can and entertain him. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I did, I started hitting the wine and, and uh, we got into traffic on the, um, what the fuck was it? Not the Garden State. What's above that one? The, the throughway, the New York throughway. Okay. So it was bumper to bumper. It got real slow. The car behind us, they had a bag. So, you know, I just figured I'd run back, grab that so I could smoke on the, on the, the rest of the trip. So because it was so slow, I, I texted. It was whoever was behind us. All right, I'll be right there. I get out of the car. I, as fast as I can, run back to the car behind me, and I, the, the window's open. They're waiting for me. I stick my head and my hands in, and it's the wrong fucking car. <laughs> it's, it's strangers. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm so sorry. They were two cars back. Apparently, someone pulled in front of them. So I get back. Now I run That's to the That's what they get for being in a rush. Yeah. <laughs> they get your head. Yeah, we're in cutting the in there, breaking up a friend, <laughs> friendly caravan. So <laughs> I run two cars back now. I get it. There, everybody in the other car is laughing at me. So I'm going back to the car, and traffic starts picking up. So now, oh, like, it, it doesn't, I'm, you know, I mean, Usain Bolt, what does he run? Like 13, 14 miles an hour? Like, it, it's or even 15 or whatever it is. Like, the fastest people in the world are running. So, I mean, the cars start rolling, even if it's seven miles an hour, eight miles an hour. Like, I'm booking now. Half a jug of wine in me with weed in my hand, <laughs> trying to run back to the car. And I'm on the outside, so I'm trying not to step on the brumble strips and get, uh, it was, but I made it, got back in the car, every, everything worked out. But yeah. <laughs> sometimes just for the story. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if I could, if I could tell a you story without getting into too much detail, <laughs> okay. uh, when we went to see Scissor Fight, in uh, Massachusetts, just oh, okay. you, me, and crack. Yeah, I only remember and... three quarters of that evening. So yeah, you're gonna tell a part yep. that, that I don't recall. <laughs> so, the, <laughs> so the story, yeah, the story is the fi- is the last quarter. <laughs> okay, you came on real strong in the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were a force to be reckoned with. That was that was um, one of the few blackouts. That's that's a <laughs> solid blackout night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, you were the one who who got us there directions wise too. Okay, like I was driving, so just like, uh oh, all right. Uh, yeah, so this is before we, GPS, before all that shit. Yeah, yeah you to totally had doing. a map quest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're uh, we we stop at a corner, and I roll the window down to ask the guy on the passenger side, of course, which is where you're sitting, to ask him for directions. And the only way I can describe it is if. You've ever walked close to somebody's car where the window's down and they have a dog that you don't know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just yelling at this guy out of nowhere. I was like, hey, excuse me, could you move that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. And it just, window back up. <laughs> this isn't going to help anything. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I'm I'm impressed I'm impressed with this also. It took us a whole four episodes before we started telling stories about us drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
this is the time to uh, you know record them for posterity. So I granted you know, yeah. what fuck ups we were. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, anyway, that's who you're going to get science advice from, yeah. <laughs> is those two. Yep. <laughs> We've matured. That was, that was a long time ago. We've matured. Yeah, that was, that was half bit. our life ago. Yeah, sure. Make it sound old. <laughs> uh, I saw I saw the, the reality in your eyes there for a yeah. second. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, this, the, the eyebrows went up. They got round for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and oh so and we also don't ex we aside from not introducing ourselves uh we also don't ever explain what the show is about and just kind of hope you figure it out <laughs> <laughs> we're learning we're learning yeah so yeah we're gonna uh shout 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 after i we introduce you as chris yeah. whatever <laughs> that guy <laughs> the guy yeah. without glasses is gonna uh, <laughs> is gonna teach me some stuff about science that he's watched videos on and read Wikipedia pages on probably. Yeah, and it, I've actually right. I I have read some books. I do have a, a couple. Uh, I've read a Rich Carroll book or two, or Neil deGrasse Tyson. I think there's a Brian Cox book that he may not. Brian have Cox. Uh, no, he he may not have written. I'm not sure if he wrote a book or not, but I I read stuff by him. I should say. <laughs> yeah. The guy from Super Troopers, Officer no. Chief O'Hagan. <laughs> not, not that Brian Cox. <laughs> not that Brian Cox, yeah. Okay. No. But I have, I have in, in my day, I've read upwards of three books. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I feel like it, it interests me, and for some reason, when I do watch a video or read something about it or whatever, I, I retain it. It's, you know, I retain it better than... I retain, you know, this month I should pay bills again. <laughs> so might as well do something with it, right? And, yeah. They'll be here again next month. Yeah. <laughs> I'll deal with them then. But my favorite part of this show is that you're asking me questions about things that I have slightly more knowledge than you in and just taking my <laughs> word completely as gospel. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> if... If you ask me, do I want to read a book or background check information or talk to you? I'm always going to pick talk to you. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. <and> I, <laughs> I don't know if I made this joke or not at any point, but it's like the Mitch Hedberg joke of uh, I took the roundabout AIDS test. <laughs> I, I asked my friend, do you know anyone with AIDS? He's like, no. Nah. Cool. Because <laughs> you know me, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so, so somewhere in there, connect yeah. dots. Not a great analogy, but still got to tell a Mitch joke. Yeah, close enough. And bringing up Mitch Hedberg is never frowned upon. Oh, speaking of Mitch, uh, yeah. I I brought a banana to work today, and I left it in my car, and it was in there for like three hours, and it was. Yeah. Four degrees, so I got yeah. to the car to eat my banana, and it was frozen. <laughs> and I didn't want a frozen banana, but I did want a regular banana later, so I, so I so, took it in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you took it inside, let it thaw. Yeah, and then uh, forty-five minutes later, I got to have a regular banana later. Nice, and it works. 
It does. Yeah. <laughs> Bananas can, in fact, defrost. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it like, gets, gets freezer burn or something like that. Or, you, know. Uh, you know, it was a fresh freeze. It was, it was okay. kind of a fresh freeze. It wasn't, wasn't, a, it wasn't under too long, I want to say. Okay. But, yeah, it was, it was very difficult to uh, unsheathe. <laughs> yeah, that get an ice pick. <laughs> that is the clinical for ter- term for peeling a banana, right? right. Unsheathe, unsheathe a banana. <laughs> this robe, the banana. Was <laughs> <laughs> that a messy keyboard? <laughs> uh, man, so I I do before. Well, as we're getting into this now, just because it took me all that. It's it's difficult to plan for this because I think of jokes immediately. And it's like, now i got to remember them and hold them. Yeah. You, re- <laughs> but, you need a pen and paper at all times or something. <laughs> well, like a uh, what the hell was it? Notes app. That's... So I did, uh, I sent you Dark Fluid Phantom Energy, The Big Rip. Yeah. What I wanted to follow it up with sounds like a local metal band Friday night show. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All ages. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Dude, you seen the big rip? Yeah. Fuck real good, bro. <laughs> There's a lot of dark stuff in space though. Yeah. And that's because it it's everything's there's not a lot of light in there. It's yep. It, it's kind of a misnomer, dark, because you think dark, you think turn the lights off and you can't see anything. But mm. it, it's it's more, I guess, invisible is almost a better word for it because dark. There's still stuff you can still see dark in a way. It's the absence of light versus a lot of the dark dark stuff that we're talking about. You can't see it at all. Like it doesn't it doesn't interact with anything else except it looks like gravity but uh, light doesn't interact with it. The strong, weak nuclear forces, neither of those interact with it. And it looks like it can actually pass through matter and stuff like that. So the... Let's see if I can remember anything from last episode. The... Uh, like, redshift. This, does dark yeah. matter have any type of effect on light causing it to shift to one end or the other of the spectrum or no? Dark energy. Well, that's actually interesting. We we can. You might not. Let's take a step back to to okay how we found like where dark matter was observed in the first place. So just to keep it short, everything is spinning. Um, obviously, all of the various stars and star systems are spinning around in the center of every galaxy. There's usually a supermassive black hole. It looks like in all the different galaxies that we can see. Uh, the middle is a supermassive black hole, and everything orbits around that. The weird thing about the orbits, though, is as you go out further, the planets, the not even the planets, the stars, should be orbiting slower. Like, the, the, the closer star... There's, like, a weird... The graph goes up, and then it starts to level out as far as how they should spin. So the really close stuff is spinning kind of slowly, comparatively... But then you get to a certain point where the closer stars are spinning faster or orbiting around the center faster. And then the further out you get, 
the stars should slow down in their orbit because if they're going too fast, the gravitation at that distance shouldn't be able to pull them. They should go flying off. But for some reason, the further out stars spin just as fast as the, the, or orbit just as fast as the middle of the way stars. So there's really no difference and it doesn't make sense why they're not flying out. So that's where dark matter was first proposed. Um, again, it's always math. It's always some kind of mathematical trick where if they add this, a, a better term for dark matter is invisible gravity because they basically add this invisible gravity into the formula and it's like, oh, now it makes sense. The, the stars can spin at that speed if we, there is all this additional gravity that we can't see somewhere in the galaxy or in, in, in between all the things. Now, when you say they add, like, because I, I think this came up a little bit in the last episode and I didn't know how to articulate it, but I think I might know. Uh, if... Like when the, when they're trying to figure that out, like well, it's this shouldn't be doing it because it's so far away, uh, based off of everything we know so far. Uh, what? Well, what if we put this in here? They obviously then do all kinds of additional math and stuff like to check that that makes sense as well, yeah. right? Like it's not just like, uh, well, what if this was here also? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Try stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, we, th there's some cases where they do, where they just kind of throw things out there and see what works. Like when they start adding in additional dimensions, just like we'll we'll need a whole episode for string theory. But just real quick, string theory needs eleven dimensions to work. Like ten additional dimensions, ten ten dimensions of space that are like wrapped up on each other. Excuse me, on each other, and then one dimension of time. So. The only way to get there is they were just like, all right, well, what if we did this math equation in five dimensions? Mm, that didn't work. Okay, how about seven? And eventually, oh, 11 works nicely. Here we go. So it's it, it's kind of the same thing for, you know, I, I know I just threw that out there and that's a whole curveball <laughs> or whatever. But just to illustrate the point that, um, so if, if you're solving Einstein's field equations of relativity, for the sun, let's say. And like what they do is they, they look at everything, how it is figure out, okay, this is how gravity works. So we expect that this is how gravity will work for all the other stuff. And then they plug it into the equation and they say, ah, look, it worked out. We were right. Or, Hmm, this doesn't work as we go further out for whatever reason, the, the equations say the further out stars should be moving slower but we're looking at them and they're not. So from there, that's where they have to figure out how to uh, adjust the equation or it's just a clue that what we're, what they're thinking is wrong and there's something else to it that, we're, that we're missing. So gotcha. Yeah. All right. And then, uh, someone last, made last up. thing on string theory, by the way, before, uh, yeah, we move off of that. So, uh, this, uh, this guy, interned with was like oh dude i found a video that'll help you understand string theory no problem and it's like animated like and it's like even as it's explaining it's animating and panning things out to kind of give you an idea of its analogies okay and 
I use it to fall asleep when I can't fall asleep. <laughs> I, don't, I I don't know what the I, I still don't get it. It, yeah. it it just might be too vast of an idea for my brain. It's it's really confusing, but um the the guy we talk Michio Kaku Kaku, how do you say his name? Uh, yeah, Michio Kaku. Yeah, Michio, he's good at explaining it. Um and Brian Green, I don't know if you've seen him before, but he he was like the face of string theory in, in the eighties and nineties and stuff like that. Um, he's kind of like string theory was supposed to be it. Like everyone was super excited about it, but now it's all these years later and it's still, it still can't fit very well. So they, there've been modifications and there's like, they've changed it to M theory and added another thing called supersymmetry to it and, and wrapped all these other, abstract outside the box not accepted necessarily as a, a thing but they, they all kind of warp together but brian green is, is pretty good at uh turning all of that into uh common english all right yeah you know, check that out i'll give him a how do you do yeah <laughs> all right. um yeah but yeah so so that's dark energy so uh or dark matter also like you were saying with light. So just kind of going back to, to tying it to what we began with. And another way that uh, dark matter was confirmed to where it has to be real or there, there has to be something else there that's producing this extra gravity. There's something called uh, lensing or I forget what, some kind of lensing. But um, if there's a big body or a big mass in between us and a source of light, and it's coming towards us, the amount of gravity there warps space, right? It actually bends space-time. Mm -hmm. And light, as we talked about, moves through space like a medium, like a, a wave going over the top of the ocean. It moves across it. So as that is bent, the light bends. So in some cases, like if we're looking at a large galaxy or some large massive stars or something like that, maybe some a, a cluster of stars, the light coming from behind it, it seems like it looks like there's two stars, one to either side, but it's actually the light coming behind it, breaking and bending and coming back around and meeting in the front and continuing on. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it, it actually warps space that much that the path that light takes is curved. Holy shit. Yeah. So it... But it bends it, or it bends it around it. Yep. Like, because doesn't the stuff with gravity usually like kind of pull the light, maybe bend the light towards it? Or I guess technically it is bending light towards it because it's pulling it around the. Yeah, it, I guess it's just like this part of space that squishes and compresses, and because the light, instead of being able to come straight to us through it, it kind of follows this curvature of space as it goes around oh, um wow. i know i know what you mean like you would think that as it's pulling in that the light would bend in and then come out like towards it yeah. but don't forget light is moving at the speed of light so it, it's crazy fast it takes something with a immense amount of gravitation like a black hole to actually pull it in and, and uh capture it so light <laughs> light out there like look whose name's on that is it the speed of sound? No, motherfucker. Speed of light. <laughs> speed of light. Don't fuck with me. 
<laughs> my galaxy. <laughs> 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 Who run this shit? Who run? <laughs> Who run the Andromeda system? <laughs> Mach, Mach five. I'm like Mach, Mach ten thousand, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's already in the front running for the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what the heck? Uh, so, oh, so I went to so what yeah. got me down the... I, I just looked up Dark Matter real quick, and then in a matter of seconds and clicks, it was just... Dark fluid, dark flow, dark, like all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah, there's tons. Well, we'll get to dark fluid in a, in a minute because that, oh, that's yeah. that's kind of a combination of two different ideas. So that that's those things. Now we know dark matter is a thing, or there's some other kind of gravity gravity that we're not taking a, a account of. So scientists were then able to figure out how much gravity is in the universe based on the amount of actual matter that we can see and then the amount of dark matter that mathematically is present. We can't see it, but we can calculate all of it and pull it all together. Then, like we talked about with the expansion of the universe last episode, we talked about that with the amount of gravity in the universe versus the speed that everything looks like it'll be expanding from us scientists or, or everything is expanding from us scientists calculated how much gravity would there have to be in the universe to slow that expansion down and to actually pull it back in so that it you know did that whole big crunch bounce come back and based on how fast everything is expanding the amount of gravity in the universe does not it's not enough. It's it's going to continue expanding, expanding, expanding until everything eventually dies out. So based on that, that is, I guess, mathematically became dark energy. It's the expansion of the universe that whatever some mysterious force that we don't understand that is causing space to expand at such a rate. And it's expanding at an increasingly exponential uh, i think it's like constant but the further you get away from us it seems like it's exponential it's kind of like if you were to take a rubber band and draw mm -hmm. lines for every inch and then if you just stretch it one inch like the one inch is now two inches apart but the four is you know like doubles in size kind of you know what i mean if if, if oh okay not one inch, but you expanded it so that everything, does, yeah. So it's kind of like that. The further away, the more that expansion is prevalent. And like, so you can't see any of the stuff with the name dark, or there's, no. you can't even pick it up in any like because it's you. It's still just observing things around it being affected by. Yeah. Even yep. though you don't necessarily even see anything there. Yeah. So is not to ancient aliens, but is it possible? Um <laughs> uh, it never was, right? By the way, once he says is it possible? <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> not once no. has it ever been possible. Yeah. Um but so it's potentially possible we just don't know how 
like we don't have the correct technology or made the correct discoveries to where we can see yeah. that because that's that's ultimately what uh astronomy has been the whole time is if we don't know why this is doing this but we're guessing that there's something else there and then eventually there was something else there yeah and they were finally no, able to see it yeah okay yeah, that that may be exactly it. That eventually, we'll get some kind of uh, device that can pick it up and, and tell what it is, or it may be something that we're not thinking about the right way. And there's something else that, like right now, it's it's so it's kind of like gravity. We can predict what it does. We can use it in our calculations. We understand its effects on everything really well, but we don't understand what the hell it is. We don't know what causes it in the first place. So. Yeah, similar similar to the uh, both of the dark things, but then, like, isn't isn't what causes gravity? But then, what I guess causes is, gravity is mass. Like is the all, mass? Yeah, right. but like, so for example, when uh, I mean, this is getting into now quantum physics. It's it's uh, a little bit deeper, but like when two glue uh, uh, or two quarks stick together. Mm. There's actually something called a gluon, which is a force-carrying particle that is exchanged between the two. And that's the thing that causes the stick to happen. Same thing like a magnet. So it's electromagnetism. It's actually a photon or maybe a virtual photon that's being exchanged between the North and South Pole that pulls the thing together. So like we understand on a fundamental level how those forces work. We have no idea what is actually being exchanged that is pulling the two things together um when it comes to gravity so it, it's like it's kind of a mind fuck but there's actually <laughs> some kind of force being exchanged when when uh things are attracted to each other or repel each other all right yeah so we no yeah, go similar type of well maybe not similar type of thing like nothing is ever actually touching right it's just getting super close and then like the the i don't know the Forces particles the, you're made the, yeah. of are just like it's actually that pushing into each other yeah it's like the electrons are like chill this is my spot don't come any closer yeah, yeah. okay yeah <laughs> nice you said yeah, it way yeah. more eloquently <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah most of us is is empty most of us is nothing but on such a small level most yeah. of everything is nothing, I believe. Yeah. Once already. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. So anytime someone's like, you contributed nothing, it's like, good. Most of everything is nothing. So I contributed more than the rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> that Nothing is a contribution. So you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't be here without me, guys. Wouldn't be here without me. <laughs> Just trying to pull my weight. Oh, so um, so again with the calculations and everything, you know, E equals mc squared. So all that means is energy equals mass if it's multiplied by some constant. In this case, the square of the speed of light. But it just means energy and mass are equal. It's just one is sped way the hell up, or one is slowed way the hell down. So now they had the calculations of all the gravity in the universe. Uh, between the actual matter and the dark matter. And then they figured out all of the energy in the universe from the dark energy that's that's pushing back. And dark energy takes up like, 
or, or counts for like 75% of the actual energy in the universe, the energy count in the universe. Dark matter is like uh, 20%. I don't know. I, I apologize. I probably have the numbers wrong, but the, <laughs> the point of where I'm going with all this is actual matter that you can touch and see and, and actual uh, makes up things is only about, I don't know, five to 8% of the actual energy value in the universe. So most of the universe is this crap that we can't see and can't detect and, and all that good stuff. No idea where almost all of it's coming from. No. Yeah. It's just there. <laughs> we're using, we're not even using 5% of the universe, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got all that unlocked potential there. Yeah, yeah, we could be riding the dark energy off into the next galaxies or whatever. We got to figure out how to tap it off into the space sunset. <laughs> so now, with all that background, mm. now we can get into the interesting stuff that you were texting about. I just wanted to like set the stage for what dark matter and dark energy are and, and kind of where they came from and stuff. So dark fluid, which is pretty cool, is kind of thinking that dark matter and dark energy are the same or are two different sides of the same coin, I guess is, is the way to put it. So in space where there's nothing, where there's no actual mass, dark energy behaves like this repellent that's stretching uh, the actual fabric of space and time and extending it out. And for whatever reason, the belief is this dark fluid where there is stuff, where there's actual mass and matter, that it negates that outward pressure and it actually causes more of a, of a con contracting or gravitational type effect. So th that's the idea there is that they're both the same thing. It's just that it does one thing where there's matter and one thing where there's no matter, which I mean, they, uh, I guess is kind of on the newish side but is a very cool theory and i don't know i would love to see if that's real or not but does that uh is that related to an antimatter at all no antimatter anti okay. that, that's just a that's a completely different thing it's we call it antimatter just because it's the opposite of what we're made of but it's just <laughs> another type of matter that the universe created like I was I was reading something on it real quick and it's just like without any explanation just kind of skimming it was just like all right so it's pretty much all right so there's stuff and then everything that isn't that is not stuff <laughs> and like that's that's pretty much it or yeah. does it but will can is is that still theoretical antimatter no the antimatter is real like we see, it, we can see it. Does it just eat matter? Like if just... if antimatter and matter meet, they annihilate mm. each other. They both. I don't know if that's always the word I hear is annihilate, but I don't know if annihilate means wink out of existence or explode in a furious fireball. I don't know the difference. I don't know what it is. Annihilate to me sounds like it's an explosion. Don't be there. Yeah, um... but I don't know. <laughs> the uh but they both are gone like there's not like n n 
two two matter antimatters enter none will leave like they're both done yeah like, there, both, there's no winner no, nobody escapes thunderdome and it's matter versus <laughs> antimatter <Yeah. laughs> it's the end of the line which I, 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 I don't know it would be cool if it didn't explode though if it just kind of went pew oh and, and just set <laughs> the unit like just <laughs> I can't, can't even do it. Now I'm just doing yeah. water drips. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> it was worth a shot. Um, or, if it, or if it went, ah! Oh. <laughs> That's the sound of it annihilating. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Is that an old guy? <laughs> Somebody pulled a hip? <laughs> <laughs> Did an old guy stub his toe and make a noise as he was going to the ground? <laughs> ah! <laughs> no, that's, no, that's what happens at the LHC. That's, that's when Mandy Matter and Matter collide <laughs> in the lodge. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I hate this job. <laughs> <laughs> There's a maximum age limit to work there too, because they won't be able to tell if you've tripped and fallen over anything. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote that down, Billy. You fucked up my test. <laughs> a billion dollars lost on your stupid knee. <laughs> and then, like YouTube's con conspiracy videos. Years later, it's like if you listen here at this one, it sounds like ah, but if you slow it down, it's more of a oh. And that's not that's not the sound they make. I call bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to smash subscribe. Right. <laughs> more fake science. More. <laughs> uh, I, that's my favorite like sidebar a little bit we'll come back to dark fluid and phantom energy and stuff but when it comes to science like the amount of people that say scientists are lying to you and it's a big conspiracy and blah 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 there is two things that scientists like or love in this world thing number one is publishing a paper Publishing a paper with a new theory, with some groundbreaking something or other, maybe nominated for a Nobel, some kind of acceptance or recognition that, hey, that's a great idea. Thing number two, which they love even more than thing number one, is disproving someone's new paper. That's their favorite thing. <laughs> Somebody publishes a paper, 20 of them run out to say, nah, that's bullshit. And that's, that's how... And that's how scientists comes to a consensus because the other 20 go, fuck, he's right. And they, they can't prove it. <laughs> so the idea that these people are all working together to manipulate the masses, no, they want to be on the cover of uh, science fucking magazine. I don't know what <laughs> that is. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> this month in science fucking magazine, we got seven articles about this shit. I don't know. Here we got some fucking some quarks and some fucking gluons. I don't know. This is bullshit. Yeah. Why don't you open fucking... it up? You fucking lazy prick. Read it. 
Why are you still staring at the cover? Get in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there you go. So the idea that there's some scientist conspiracy. No, no scientist wants to let, oh, you take the credit and, and then I go along with it and just pretend like this is the way it is and it's a lie. Absolutely not. I'm going to disprove you and I'm going to publicly, publicly show that you're wrong because I want the credit because – I've been working in science science for thirty years, and the pay is shit. So, I want <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like That's... it's every single. Think of like the smartest of the smart that you were in high school or college with, depending on how however far you've gone. Yeah. Like the people that are doing the best are the most fucking competitive about it. Like nobody's like a casual genius, right? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Nobody does that shit. They're up all night, and right. if somebody else is doing it, it's like, what are they doing? What are they doing? How can I do it? They're doing better. Right. It's yeah. revenge for getting picked last in softball or whatever. Now, <laughs> yeah. all right, fine. I'm going to publish this paper and show you. <laughs> With your AT&T yeah, like, job. <laughs> they steal from each other. They don't support each other. Look at fucking yeah. Edison and Tesla. and Yeah. Or whoever there's else. <laughs> there's nothing a scientist likes better then proving another scientist is dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that you don't even need like actual science. You just need to know people to yeah. see that that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. It's people insecure for either, like you said, getting picked last in fucking kickball or their parents were absolute, slave drivers with making you yeah. study and be the best and so yeah like i didn't i didn't get beat every time i got an a minus just to let you get credit for this theory. <laughs> right yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep but anywho yeah so that's dark fluid it's kind of a, an attempt to combine dark energy and dark matter into two different things um Real quick, though, I want to talk about my favorite thing related to dark matter is that there's an idea that dark matter, dark, uh, and I watched the New York accent, dark matter, <laughs> <laughs> there's this idea that dark matter is this, <laughs> is, is this uh, like we, we have the standard model of particles and dark matter may be a particle that we haven't discovered yet. We, we don't know because we haven't discovered it. But if it is, it's a weakly interacting massive particle. So it doesn't interact with all the other forces very well, just gravity. And that's the weakly interacting piece. And it also has more gravity than a regular particle. So it must be massive. So the acronym for that is WIMPs. So the whole, <laughs> a little wimpy dark matter. Out there. <laughs> pulling it's pulling everything together. Don't spin so fast. Yeah. <laughs> Slow down. You're going to get yeah. hurt. <laughs> We're going to get kicked right out of the galaxy. <laughs> what What is the acronym? Uh, what are the acronym words? Uh, weekly, weekly interacting massive particle. Oh, okay. W I M P. Yeah. Right. So they they call them. That's the search for wimps. <laughs> it's like, well, look around the lab. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you take a look in the mirror? All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. <laughs> I'm just um, playing scientist. You know we love you. 
I'm glad you said that because that gave me enough time to realize, eh, I'm not going to say the joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had one and I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, bell out, bell out. Yep. <laughs> pause, pause. Where's pause? <laughs> so why did they go with fluid? Because fluid was a very specific image. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I believe it was a woman that invented it, so I'm going to say you have to ask the woman that invented it. And All the right. only reason I prefaced it, like, that it was a woman is for that sentence. I'm not trying to, like, gender anything or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like by trying not to dig a hole, you dig yeah, a hole. Yeah, no, I'm making it worse, yeah. It's <laughs> so much worse. I did just use gender as a verb, though, so I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. How many people have used that, so. No, that's true. Well done. Thanks. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very thoughtful, caring person. Um, Tell my wife. <laughs> I can't do Rodney, but it's along those lines. I'm picturing it in that voice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> that's, that's pretty much the only voice in my head now anymore. <laughs> Taking over regular thoughts. Yeah. Like, do you watch uh, Doom Patrol? I do not. Oh, okay. I don't watch. I don't watch anything. I don't. Right. You, you, if you Kids, do that, there's going to be a whole lot of. No, I don't. But sorry, oh, go ahead. Well, yeah. now nah, there's a character. Yeah. I watch AEW on Wednesdays. <laughs> and yeah, that's it. All right. Well, I'll have to uh, watch more AEW to both do okay. better, to, to do slightly better in fantasy wrestling, and <laughs> and have more more material with which to draw from. Yeah. Fair enough. I'll try to watch more TV to help you out. <laughs> oh, I. But it, as mentioned, I I do not have children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can watch whatever I want, whenever I want, as long as I'm awake. <laughs> yeah. You made you made some some good choices along the way, Charles. <laughs> I love my children. I love them dearly. <laughs> but I can't watch what I want. <laughs> so when I'm awake. <laughs> Uh, what was that? Yeah. Diving in, so I just wanted oh, yeah. to. to uh, th this is a cool point. So Albert Einstein, when he came up with his uh, theory of uh, general relativity, the one related to gravity, he thought that the universe was static, that it was staying still, and that there's uh, something called the cosmological constant in it that was pushing everything back to keep the gravity from collapsing. At one point, he realized, ah, that's not the case. This doesn't make sense. And he pulled that cosmological constant. It's just a value of, of basically negative gravity, kind of. And he was like, ah, that doesn't work. He pulled it out. And he called it his greatest mistake. Now we flat, you know, jump forward 90 years or however long it was until uh, dark energy was discovered. Guess what? It's the fucking cosmological constant. They plugged it back. So even when he was wrong, he was right. Oh, man. Yeah. That's how right he was that he just got to be like, nah, probably not. And he yeah, was still nice. right. That was that, no, he said probably. He said, this is my greatest mistake. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, you were right, dude. Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then maybe I didn't make any mistakes. <laughs> but... So the cosmological constant is now that that's 
the, the expansion of the universe, dark energy, it fits into the equation. Everything's expanding, blah, blah, blah. The thing that you texted me about phantom energy, and this ties into the big rip also, that there's a couple different potential end states of the universe based on that dark energy, the cosmological constant, and how it evolves over time. As of right now, it seems like the most likely scenario is something called heat death, which is the most boring thing possible. It's just everything keeps expanding until there isn't enough fuel for stars to uh, do anything anymore. Eventually, we'll just have you know dead husks of stars, big black holes. Everything will evolve into a black hole. The universe will just keep expanding, expanding, expanding. There'll be no way for any information to communicate between each other, and it's just goes on like that forever i mean so and that's heat heat death is cold heat death is the death of heat yep all oh, yeah it's like yep. some iceland greenland shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's, they call it heat death because nothing else is going to happen everything else is just gonna temperature goes to uh near zero kelvin kind of oh, where it's shit. just nothing going on yeah it'll get to the point where Black holes, which are, I, I've never felt one, but notoriously known for being very cold, it'll get to the point where there's nothing else in the universe and they'll be warm compared to the rest of the universe and like Hawking radiation will speed up and stuff like that. But divorce amongst black holes is significantly higher than humans for how notoriously <laughs> cold they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where Divorce amongst black holes <laughs> sounds like a, an emo album. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so much eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to, uh, to hop in, so the the big crunch, which we already talked about, would be the other way. That's if the constant wasn't enough to overcome the gravity and it went to a certain point rebounded back in popped and that would be eternal the big rip so that's where phantom energy comes in if the cosmological constant is not constant if it changes over time and it could get to the point where it increases and things are expanding even faster the way it is now only stuff like we talked about with dark fluid only areas of space that don't have any matter actually expand. The other ones are still, you know, the, 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 the galaxy, the, like the space between the stars isn't growing because there's still stuff in there. So the galaxy is still clumped together nice. If fan, phantom energy or whatever it is, is real and that constant increases, that would then increase the dark energy over time actually where there's actual matter. So then stars would start to to, to uh, drift further apart. You would get to the point where the space between atoms even expanded. And now the big rip, we're actually ripping the fabrics of, of stuff where, you know, atoms can't even form or molecules can't even form and stuff. So that's what the big rip is. If that If that expansion of space increases exponentially, to the point where it even expands between our actual atoms, then nothing, you know, everything will just be ripped to shreds and nothing will uh, be real. So, so everything, like, 
everywhere that there's no matter, which I guess is in between, in in the spaces in between, like in atoms, galaxies, or but like whoa, oh, in, in the in the Big Rip scenario, yeah, because yeah, it as it increases, like right now, it only exists in those spaces where there's nothing for whatever reason. The, the matter tends to cancel it out, or the gravity tends to overpower it. But if that were to increase to the point where it overpowered gravity, it would then start pulling things apart, increase a little bit more, it even start pulling, you know, your 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 planets and your soul and your sun and stuff apart, and then eventually it'll get to the point where it's pulling everything apart, including that minuscule amount of space between your atoms. Yeah. Wow. So just ripping the entire thing apart from the inside. Big from rip. the inside of everything. Yeah. It's it's appropriately named. Yeah. But, like I said, it seems like the most likely case, just based on, it looks like the curvature of the Earth is flat. It looks like, magically, the balance between the dark energy and the uh, stuff that causes gravity is like a one-to-one ratio. And it's just going to continually extend until everything just slowly doesn't do anything anymore. Oh, man. But we're talking... I think it's 10 to the 120 power years. So a one with 120 zeros after it. So the universe has some time. That's, <laughs> that's a, even bigger than a Google, right? Yeah. Yep. Isn't it's a Google 100 a Google. zeros? Google is 10 to the 100. Yep. Okay. So it's 10 to the 120. That's, that's when they think, you know, all the black holes in existence will be done and you know, everything, nothing will be left. So yeah, we're, we're still... We're 14 billion years in, so we're still in the uh, the early stage of the universe, believe it or not. Most of the universe is going to be boring nothing. Yeah. Yeah. What a time to be alive when we're podcasting yeah. about how awesome <laughs> yeah, the I was going to say, <laughs> most of the universe will not have podcasts, so this, yeah, is, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Does not currently, nor will it at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a very small window for podcasts in the universe, as far as we know. <laughs> like there, there's some insane amount of podcasts in the country or yeah. in the world, and I, I forget what it is. It, it's some insane ratio of people to podcasts that exist. So yeah. I think they should have a contingency plan that if the planet is ending or when the planet's ending and there's people here the last thing you should do is just broadcast every single episode of every podcast into every single direction out into space at the same time yeah, yeah and, and just, just get every every little bit of information out there and see that yeah. actually does like they can kind of comb through and find some actual information but i was just with my dying breath to annoy people i don't know yet <laughs> yeah please listen to this <laughs> You know, we, we've sent, like, so much crap out into space just hoping aliens would find it and you know, make some kind of communication or something like that. And and we actually, we talked about antimatter versus matter. Um, like, as far as these math equations go, there's mm -hmm. only, like, one, I think it's called left-handedness, which isn't even, like, a real thing. It's just kind of like a label that they applied to matter versus antimatter. And there's something else called spin which things don't actually spin. Again, it's just a label. But, like, the only difference between matter and antimatter is that left-handedness or whatever. 
So, like, if we were to send, or if an alien group were to send a, a message to us telling us, this is how you make a, an engine that will allow you to travel greater than the speed of light, and we tried to put it together, it's possible without that left-handedness thing that it could be, like, an antimatter engine that we were putting together, and bloop, we're, we're all annihilating ourselves with that, like, <laughs> so, like, the stuff that we sent out to aliens, we had to make sure that we included that kind of stuff so that they would know it's matter versus antimatter, because obviously they don't speak English, but hopefully they speak math. Oh, okay. So, all right. I, I see what you're saying. I was yeah. I was initially picturing it as, uh, like, aliens in the spirit of left-handedness were being sinister and uh, <laughs> were, like, sending something back. Oh, yeah, here, here's, here's how you build a spaceship. And it's just to <laughs> blow us up. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... If you think about it, though, why would an alien want to go out and colonize? Like, kind of like the Europeans or something. It's because, A, we need resources, so whoever lives there, we're going to kill them and take their resources. Or, B, I don't know, the, the spirit of exploration or something like that? But I don't know. Either way, it seems like they would have light years better technology than us and, and stuff like that. And, you know. I don't know. I wouldn't want to attract them, is my point. I mean, here we are. And gonna, oh, there's the water. Let's go get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were looking for 80% of the surface of your planet. Yeah. <laughs> you no, we don't, don't need you. Yeah. <laughs> and they wouldn't even have to, like, all right, if I'm an alien general and I'm looking down at this planet and I'm like, most of the people seem to live near the water. Let's drop some big shit in the ocean. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> let's just let's just crash a few of our large ships that we don't need anymore. Yeah. Just right into there and just Tidal Wave City. Yeah. Surfs up Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aliens, yeah, that's another fun topic. I I could go on for a while about how stupid we are to want to mess with aliens the idea of, <laughs> or, or trying to go to, to other planets. Like if, if they're able, like the area 51, Oh, area 50, we caught an alien. That was, if anything, a teenager that stole his mom's car and crashed. And cause, <laughs> cause if they're for us to get to Alpha Centauri, like it would take tens of thousands of years. The people that left earth, would be dead, have families, they would be dead, they would have, by the time the people actually got to Alpha Centauri, they wouldn't even know what the fuck Earth is, except if they were taught it or something like that. So if an alien were able to come from interstellar space and get here, their technology is so much further than ours. Oh, man. What if it was... Yeah. Oh, what if, what if they were trying to... What if they were trying to make Earth... Like space Australia, like they're just trying to send all the criminals here. Yeah, well, like in South Park, where they were like, we collect the different species. We got humans, deer, blowing the room all in one planet to see how they interact. <laughs> yeah, a reality show. <laughs> I feel yeah. like they nailed uh, Earth versus other planet interactions perfectly. <laughs> 
between usually if yeah, if they tackle something, they're usually pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, sorry, go on. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, just that example you just gave the first episode uh, with the uh, the anal probe. Uh, oh, is that yep. it? Is that same one with the uh, with the? That was a different one because that the... was the suck my jag on. Yeah, that that's the one, one that I was talking. About. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. A, that was going to be my next example. <laughs> now you suck my jag on. <laughs> like I'll what, be a... the Marklar one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with the uh, I'll be at work and. If something's warm, I'll say, oh, yeah, that's so hot. And <laughs> nobody gets it. Nobody ever gets it. And that's unfortunate because it's fun. Yeah. yeah, it's a good one. That's right. Yeah, they were the reality show producers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I think oh, yeah. I sucked your Jagons last night. <laughs> I can't believe I sucked your Jagon. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we said that a whole bunch. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, yeah, we're getting uh, we're getting the old hour and five. Flew nice. right through this yeah. one again. Yeah, I think we uh, those those are all the the big things when it comes to the uh, the dark stuff. All right. Uh, yeah, but apparently, I mean. They've both been around forever. They were created with the Big Bang like everything else, but our, uh, we'll get into that another time, but how nothing is real. It's just our brains only pick up on the stuff that it cares about for us to be able to keep living. But oh, that's why we man. don't see it. Yeah. Oh, There's your cliffhanger. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing in my brain right now? Because <laughs> it doesn't care. Like it, why don't we see ultraviolet or infrared? A brain doesn't care because it, 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 but we can see the other ones just fine. Why the retina doesn't pick that up, or or it does because we know like we get a suntan or sunburn from ultraviolet rays, so it's interacting with us. Yeah, but it goes to the retina, and the brain's like, ah, nah, no, I just need U seven. Not worried about the rest of that because <laughs> tigers only come in these seven. When I'm. <laughs> 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 There's no ultraviolet tigers, and that's all we're worried about. So, so it was, it's it's all just uh, evolutionary wardrobe selection. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is a fantastic way to put it. <laughs> all right. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Well, fucking a, we did another one. This is fun shit. I like, yeah, I like this. Yeah, I like this whole talking to you with an audience. <laughs> hopefully, with hopefully an audience. With hopefully, well. As I said, there's probably a solid twenty we can uh, we can yeah. bank on, and who knows how Sweet. long they'll stay on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> my my cousin will be like, "Yeah, I don't subscribe anymore." Yeah. It was all right, but you know, there's, there's so many other better podcasts. <laughs> there's two two podcasts for every person alive. So. Yeah, <laughs> I only have two ears. Yeah. Um. All right. All right. Uh, well, we're gonna wrap it up with the uh, social medias under the guise of science uh, on Instagram. Same at Facebook uh, under guys on Twitter. Guys is spelled G U I S E. 
on all three of those. Uh, you can also email us at under the guise of science at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. And most Pleasure importantly, as always. thanks to Fart Barf. Thank you, Fart Barf. Thank you, Fart Barf, as always. Thanks, Josh, for yeah. answering my email so quickly. And thanks for making music. Let's, uh, why don't we put some more out in, on streaming? Yeah. Double click me. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> That's let's, my favorite song. Let's make it happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool beans. All are right. we gonna, oh. so, I know we're at time, but are we going to send this to Fart Barf? Um, I was at the very least going to send the link okay. to where yeah. they can download or say, hey, we're on Spotify. You can listen to the us. Yeah. Then make it, then put the ball in their court. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But cool. I figured between plugging them every episode and then, uh, and then just hopefully driving tens of twenties of streams <laughs> by yeah. introducing people to homeless and Efro. Yeah, I mean, even if they're like, "Why are we getting these thirty-five New York downloads?" Yeah. Hopefully, they can see something like that. <laughs> yeah, just some type of metric to be like, "All right, maybe we should play one show somewhere in the New York City yeah. area." <laughs> oh, that's... be out there for Thanksgiving anyway, so yeah. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> they have the best rider on their website too. It's like I never saw it. It's yeah. uh, bottles of water. Gives a stage layout and like one or two other things. And then at the bottom it says, and if you can't be bothered to spend the $20 on the stuff that we need, just let us know and we'll bring it ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, not divas. We're not going to play. Just be like, don't be an asshole. We need water. I'll bring it myself. Yeah. You're not gonna give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> We're just trying to be prepared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to need it regardless whether you give it to us. So. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. All right, dude. Hello. Uh, All right, Charlie. <laughs> All right, Chris. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Under the guys.